Joining us on Talk of the Town this morning is the mayor of Clearview Township, Doug Measures. Doug, great to have you. How are you doing on this St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Good morning, John. Yes, it is St. Patrick's Day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'll have to... Uh... I'll have to perhaps uh, open a, uh, a Creamore Springs uh, lager or something this afternoon. There you go. That, that, do, you, do you go straight original or do you put the food coloring in because it's St. Patrick's Day? No, I, I, I don't even think we have food coloring around <laughs> our house anymore. Our, you know, in, in the days when you had younger children, perhaps that was something yes. you'd have around here. But no, we don't have any of that around here. <laughs> well, there's got to be a lot lifted off your shoulders uh, with the recent announcement that uh, Clearview Township has found a new CAO. Yes, sure, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, our former CAO, Mr. Steve Sage, uh, as you and I talked about before, and many people know, he served our community for over 30 years yeah. and brought a great deal of experience to, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, knowledge of our community to the job. And, uh, you know, but after a 30-year career, I don't blame him one bit. Uh, he decided to retire and, uh, and, uh, and go do other things and see his grandkids and that kind of thing. So, uh, so good for him. And so the community uh, has been operating without a CAO since uh, effectively around Christmas. Mm. Um, so uh, we do have a very good senior management team. They work very well together. They uh, collaborate with each other as far as um, senior managers. So we did not have anyone sort of in the position of an acting CAO role, but we uh, we because we had a very good senior management team, and I felt very confident that they were uh, they were able to uh, to continue the business of the. Uh, the corporation. So during the recruitment process, um, it's a, it's a senior executive position, you know, to a CAO. So we uh, engage the services of a recruiting firm, and the recruiting firm then uh, brought resumes uh, from basically right across the country. We received applications from every single province uh, in Canada, with the exception of Quebec, and uh, I, I was quite surprised actually at the interest in the CAO position in our our little township of Clearview. So uh, our recruiter went through uh, quite a stack of resumes and brought uh, forward to the recruitment committee uh, about uh, 11 or 12 uh, resumes that uh, stood out uh, in his eyes and our committee then narrowed that down to about five. We conducted some interviews and then we took from those uh, candidates uh, I assembled a council meeting, which uh, we talked about uh, a while ago, John. Right. I had a special in-person council meeting that we did heavy social distancing, but we were able to, to conduct the interviews in person, and uh, council made a decision coming out of that meeting, and uh, some offers were made and, and discussion, and uh, we now have an agreement, and we've got a, a gentleman by the name of John Ferguson, who is going to be joining us uh, at the end of the month. And uh, he will be our new CAO for Clearview Township. I know you can't speak for the others around the table, but what was it for you that that you thought to John Ferguson would be a good choice? Uh, certainly, uh, is work experience. Um, uh, John has been a CAO for over ten years uh, already, uh, but he also has a great uh, uh, municipal background. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was involved in uh, in minor sports as well, so he's got a little bit of a recreation background. Um, he's done some economic development type work. And uh, so he, uh, um, yeah, he, his, his resume was very good. Um, his presentation was also very good when he spoke to members of council, how he, how he engaged the council in the interview process uh, was, was very good. And uh, 
so I, I feel really good about him. Uh, you know, it, it, the role is, a again, a senior executive position, so you're the senior manager of the senior management team. And so, therefore, it's, uh, you have to be a coach in the team, and, and uh, you, you have to there, – there's a lot of skills involved in being a CAO. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really pleased. Well, we look forward to meeting him hopefully on this show well, once he gets yeah, uh, his feet on the ground in Clearview Township. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, HR issues, uh, accounting, uh, we've got a new uh, acting clerk, uh, Brenda Falls. Now, she's been with the town for some time. Brenda's, uh, Brenda's an amazing asset, an amazing person. She has been serving our community. I don't know. I don't even know how many years, but she's, she has been uh, a steady hand, certainly, at the uh, clerk's office. She's been our deputy clerk uh, for many years, and uh, with our clerk moving on to other jobs, uh, Brenda stepped up and is our new acting clerk. And so we uh, we named her at our last council meeting as acting clerk, and uh, she uh, is already right into the role. So mm-hmm. we're we're really happy for her, and uh, we are going to be recruiting for a new clerk. Um, the clerk's position is one that is generally hired by the CAO. So uh, you can appreciate that uh, since we've just hired our new CAO, we haven't got into a long recruitment process yet for the clerk's position. So hopefully uh, we'll get that started very soon, and uh, we'll have some candidates ready for our new CAO to interview. So very happy for Brenda. She's uh, she's a great uh, great person at Clearview Township, but everybody knows her, that's for sure. <laughs> Mayor Managers, when we talked last week, you were going into meetings with council about creating a plan to support the small halls. And now I understand that plan is sort of put together, and you're you're conducting your meetings with the small halls. How's that going so far? Yes, uh, John, we met last night with the Duntroon Hall Board okay. uh, as our first of the six uh, uh, boards that we're going to be meeting with. Uh, so, yes, I thought it was a very good meeting. Uh, the uh, members of the uh, the board who, who run, the, these are the volunteers who manage and operate the halls uh, as a board, and uh, so they asked some very good questions about, uh, you know, the AODA uh, and, and what type of renovations and what, what it looks like and, and uh, uh, you know, how are the estimates, uh, you know, assembled. Uh, you know, certainly looking at Duntroon, um, you could be spending upwards of $1.6 million on a renovation at Duntroon, uh, or we could sort of scale that back a little bit and do just the minimum at around $800,000 renovation for the Duntroon Hall. And this is, of course, all to meet the Accessibility for Ontarians Act. Uh, the requirements of that act, of course, is that every every citizen uh, should have access to public buildings, uh, regardless of any of their accessibility concerns. And so, uh, to create uh, to create that facility as an accessible facility, there's significant renovations. You know, there's a lot of uh, perhaps elevators, uh, widening of doorways, uh, leveling of uh, floors. Uh, um, you know, certainly washroom facilities have to be assembled. And if you've ever been involved in doing a renovation on your own home, you know how costs can quickly ramp up if you uh, you're constantly having to hire contractors. And that's also a, a challenge too for a municipality is is to secure the contractors that can do the work, um, as well as to just book them. I mean, we we if you try to talk to contractors today, they're sometimes booking you know full one year, two years out. Right. Uh, before they can even start a project. So, 
Anyway, we're going to have several discussions with our hall boards, and, and uh, I know council wants to hear from the hall boards because they're the people that know the operation of the individual halls better than anybody, the, the great volunteers that run them. So, so council is, is very interested to hear their opinions and what they, uh, what they see happening. So. I also know when you're dealing with these small halls, they're all rather old buildings. Um, oh, you, yeah. you run that risk of you know once you you know whenever you renovate something that's been around for a while, you, you open that door, and next thing you know, you've got even more expenses to, to come on. Uh, and I'm thinking at 1.6 for just untrue, and you've got other halls to deal with. What's your total budget on this whole project? Yeah. It- well, first of all, the buildings are old, and that makes them special because yeah. they they carry a great deal of history. They carry a great deal of uh, emotion and mm-hmm. attachment to the community, and, uh, and and so they're they're special buildings. That's for sure. And uh, and and doing a renovation on an older building is uh, <laughs> you never know what you're going to find <laughs> right. when you open up that wall, right? Uh, so there's there's a lot of question marks about doing this type of work. That's for sure. Uh, Council had a report done by R.J. R.J. Burnside. That report uh, was uh, put together a year ago, so the numbers in it are of 2019 numbers. Uh, They're looking at about $7 million worth of work for six halls to be fully renovated to meet AODA compliance. Um, And that's just uh, without... The, the without the engineering people literally tearing apart walls and having a good look at it, that's simply just looking at the workload, looking at the type of work, looking at the the cost per square foot of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, renovated space. So um, I think they were really generous in the number. Um, and of course, the other challenge that we all face, all of us, is the the cost of building supplies are continuing to go up. Right. Uh, I was reading a report recently that uh, some building materials are going up 25 to 35% just wow. in the last four months, like 35% increase in the cost of building materials. So next time you visit your lumber yard to go buy some two-by-fours, keep that in mind that the cost of lumber is going up like crazy. So, uh, With that with that big price tag, is there is there hope, is there expectation of other levels of government kicking in? We've asked a couple times on that point. Um, I have met with uh, Minister Stan Cho, who is the minister responsible for seniors and accessibility issues, and had that discussion uh, with him about uh, possible grant op- uh, opportunities that are available. I know that my predecessor, Mayor Vandercruz, also met with Stan Cho and, and the provincial government. Uh, so this, this has been an ongoing ask uh, of the provincial government to support uh, renovations to public facilities that uh, are going to be required to meet the AODA uh, recommendations, which, of course, is a provincial law. So, you know, the provincial government created this law for the right reasons, I believe, yep. but they they are, are now, you know, not providing us any type of support in financial grants or, or even uh, understanding, uh, uh, you know, the, the requirements that we are going to be facing to renovate these 70- and 80-year-old buildings. So it's interesting, though, John, just on this point, if you go to visit Queen's Park, when you're allowed to visit Queen's Park during COVID, you really can't go in there very easily. But when you go visit Queen's Park, the building, it has been renovated. If you are a person who has uh, disability or accessible needs and need to get moving around the park and moving around the building, uh, there are uh, ramps and elevators and lifts and uh, doorways been widened all over that facility. Uh, so that's been done there. And that's a, that's a building that's some 70, 80, maybe 100 years old as well. So 
I think the province of Ontario should understand and appreciate what it costs to do these type of renovations, and it would be our hope that there'll be some type of grant structure available for, for our municipality as well as many others across Ontario that are going to be facing the same thing. Mayor Doug Measures is the mayor of Clearview Township. Doug, thank you so once again for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John. It's always good to talk to you. Have a great, happy St. Patrick's Day.